Today's anecdotal experience podcast is sponsored by Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon makes more comfortable underwear than me aunties. I have this nasty rash that seems to be overtaking my entire body. I started wearing Mack Weldon and the rash is still there, but it hasn't grown at all. Today on our podcast, we have Will Moore. Thanks for being here, by the way. Thanks for sharing episodes. Nolan Miller, Rand Barnaclo, Kyle Jeffers, Phil Pointer, um, Lloyd Johnson, all those guys. They share episodes, and it's so cool. They don't have to. They do anyway. I love those guys. I love Will Moore, our guest today. Will talks about his family dynamic. It's pretty crazy, but yours is not as crazy as his. Mine is pretty mellow. It's like mom, dad, still together, kicking it, having a loving relationship. I'm bragging about my parents right now. Suck it, children of divorce. Kidding. Well, I said it. Thanks for being here. And I'm sorry I made fun of your parents' divorce. Let's do this. Oh, we talk about being um, bipolar. We've been there. We've talked about that. If you find that interesting, we, uh, we explore new parts of it. Let's do this with Will Moore. Really? Yeah. Yeah, wait, so y- you can't take... Well, yeah, we can start here. Okay. Kinda. Yeah, well, alright, you can't take a compliment? I mean, it depends, really. It It depends on when, on where it's coming from. What like, was the situation where you argued with someone that you... Was it basically they were giving you a genuine compliment and you were like, you're wrong? Uh... No, like, it depends on where it's coming from. Like, sometimes if it... Like, if it doesn't feel honest, then I can't accept it. Oh, well, yeah, fuck like, that, if it, dude. But, like, if it's, like, somebody trying to make me feel better, like, I don't like that. I'm like, I need, I need oh, like, yeah. honesty. Not not to, like... Because you know yeah. it's bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't buy it. Yeah, I don't buy it. And, uh, like, in this situation, someone's telling me, like, oh, uh... Like I was, I was down on myself about like my career or something. Yeah, wait, your comedy career. Yeah, my comedy career. And they're like, uh, "Oh, you're you're too like good to be here or whatever and be dealing with this shit." And I said like, I pretty much said I said, "Shut the fuck up! Don't start talking to me like that." Yeah, dude. Was it just because there? It's pity. Yeah, I don't know what like like that doesn't like. It's not constructive or like right, yeah. It's just yeah. You're just trying to make me feel good. You're not being a good friend. I don't. Well, I wouldn't say they were being a bad friend. Just that, like, I really didn't like that. Yeah. No, it doesn't feel good. No. I don't like. I like it when people tell me like, "Dude, you're you suck." Like, no, I love you and you suck. I I hate so much like. I think you hate everything. I do yeah. hate a lot of things, but like I have a reason for this one. Okay. Uh but like I think there people love to be supportive, which is great. Yeah. But I think there is a level where that's detrimental. Uh when you're being dishonest. When you, yeah, when you're being dishonest and when it like Okay, let's say I bomb on stage. Okay. Like, Will's a comedian. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm yeah. a comedian. Like some like I'd like to laugh about how much I bombed up there. Like, yeah. You don't have to like raise my spirits about it. Can we both just be like, oh my god, that was so bad. It's hilarious. And, right. Like ever. Can we just not take this so seriously? Yeah. And you not have to feel like this is a like such a big deal to me that you have to just like placate and make me feel like a child that just got scolded like yeah no it's like but i don't know maybe i feel differently than other people because like i don't go up to a set and be like this is like the be all end all if i don't do great i'm right. gonna feel terrible for like a week or whatever yeah it's like if it's really bad then i'll feel terrible but other than that like i can do fine or bad yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't matter dude i feel like perspective wise 
I've like had enough. I don't know. Like bombing on stage doesn't affect me really. It yeah. just kind of happens while I'm up there. If I'm real, it's really not going well. I'll be like, this isn't enjoyable, but I'm not. I'm and when I get off, I'm like, well, I'm glad it's over because it didn't go well and I was in pain, but it's over <laughs> now. It doesn't bum me out, <clears throat> you know. You know, like my, I'm I'm just like, like, if I can, this sounds. Uh, cliche i'm like if i can like learn something from the set then it's fine yeah but like yeah if i can learn something from it it's fine yeah i don't feel the need to crush every time that's and i dude i think to like get away from stand-up because i hate talking about stand-up sorry oh yeah sorry this is no, it's fine. but that's all i have that's, that's all it? i have no <laughs> but to translate i think that's i that it's a good metaphor for life because things suck and you learn to take it not so seriously. Yeah. And be able to understand that, yeah, this sucks, but what, why did it suck? How can I avoid that sucking in the future? And then also having the perspective to be like, maybe it didn't suck that bad. Yeah. And also just like, I don't know. I was going to say something dumb. Never say mind. it, dude. No. I'm going to make fun of you, dude. I don't even remember what it is now. Uh, you totally do. You're not saying I that. Re- I really don't. Dude, do you know what I wanted to talk about? What's that? Would you talk about like your your living situation? I mean, yeah. Would you talk about your life? Sure. For real? Well, yeah, I mean, I, okay. I'm fine with that. All right, well, I listen. Plug your podcast real quick. Uh, I haven't released an episode in over a year. There's so. still really good podcasts to listen to, though. All right, keep in mind, I started when I was like 15 or 16 or something. Which is even funnier, though, because you can listen to him when he's like 15. (laughs) Well, you're like 16 now, right? What? How old are you? I'm 20 years old. You're 20? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I feel like you have the soul of like a 51-year-old. Yeah. Like divorced man. That is insane (laughs) that you say that. Yeah. Because like, I've I've gotten that before. Yeah. I was like, like... Your soul is like forty-five and divorced. Like, yeah, that's. Oh, anyway, my podcast is the Needles Cast. Uh, it's wherever you find podcast. N e e d l e s. Yeah, it's good. It's that's good. It. Take Joey's word for it. Yeah, I like. I listen to it. Um, yeah, no. When I first I listened to one of your podcasts and you described to Bert Kreischer that your mom got pulled over. For having someone else's, pres- and then had well, someone else's prescriptions? Well, she got pulled over for whatever reason, and then she, like, got had, breath- right. got breathalyzed, DUI, whatever, and she also had, like, prescription pills that, yeah, uh, I mean, she did buy them, but, you know, that's, that's not something that you can do. That is, I didn't, I still wonder what the actual legality is behind that, but I want to bring up the way you phrased it. <laughs> you were like, yeah, she got pulled over and she had other people's prescriptions. And then you said, yeah, and that's against the law. <laughs> like the way you brought it up, because it startled <laughs> Bert, because Bert was like, oh, dude, this kid. There might have been some miscommunication when I, when like. But the situation is that she bought pills that weren't prescribed to her. Right. And like she had those. bought drugs. That, I don't know yeah. how I talked about it with him. It was just funny. Because it was like, he was sounded surprised, and then you calmly explained, like, which is against the law, and you can't do that, and that's why she went to jail. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was funny because you just, like, spooked him. He wasn't yeah. expecting it to get that real so quick. Oh, do you think that's what happened? That is, I think so. But yeah, that's I'm. I have like no filter qualm about talking. Uh, I'm good about dude. personal shit with people. When okay, is that also? also sorry to cut you off. What? But yeah, go for it. Have fun editing my curse words out because I'm not going I'm, to. I edit oh, my own not? sometimes. If you say like, if I say like fuck in a sexual way, I'll like cut that out. I like to cut out random stuff too. If you say like. Okay. I might cut that out or like, God forbid, the N word. All right. Actually, you know what? Someone want... did. A white person did. Oh, God. Yeah. They were quoting. 
Still not good. Still not yeah. cool. No, I get that. Which is funny because I think there's like white people that still live in a world where they're like, well, if I'm quoting a black person that did say it, it's okay. I'm like, still no. Still not your word, brother. Uh, yeah, no, that that I gotta tell you. What do you got? I'm scared I'm one of those people. Oh, really? Like, uh, did you see um? Oh, did you see Michael Che's new stand-up special? No. What are you? We talking? Are you talking talk stand-up right now? Just for a second. All right. What do you? But he, like he talked about. He's like maybe. No, I don't want to step on the bit. But I was like. Can, like, can I sing, like, like I know I can't sing along to Wu-Tang Clan in no. public, but in my car, I'm going to go all out with it. And also, I hate there's a joke I can't do, because, uh, <laughs> okay, when I was a kid, my aunt called me N-Word Lover, because I was watching the Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, oh, and man. I, like, I can't talk about that on stage, because I can't, like, it doesn't have the same effect without saying like, the word yeah yeah don't yeah Figure no i out. won't yeah good all right just making sure are you from like are you like a hillbilly no i'm not a hillbilly you're not jacob wilson thought i lived in a trailer for like two years or so just looking at you he was like yeah and and the jokes i would tell yeah well even you telling that story i'm still pretty positive you lived in a double wide at some point no i mean and like, your mom got pulled over with prescription pills that were not her own i mean you can be a terrible person and not live in a trailer you True. Don't like it, you don't just get a sent lot of there. them do though a lot of them do no my cousin actually lived in a you're, string of, a yeah string you're of a hillbilly dude what finish that oh my cousin lived in a string of trailers throughout his childhood yeah and we're a year apart so we'd hang out all the time there you go you were so i'm familiar with the you're culture from that world yeah i know about it yeah yeah don't deny your heritage, dude. I don't need that. I'm wearing a cardigan right now. Do I, uh, I mean, it's the mo- All right, I'm not going to make fun of you anymore. Uh, Why not? Maybe. Go, uh, I will at Don't some hold point. back. We, all right, you're... Okay, I want to get back to your... Okay, your mom gets pulled over. Were you in the car? No, I was not in the car. I was actually at my uncle's house. And I remember, like... Uh, yeah, my uncle got a phone call in the morning. He was like... Oh, she's in jail. And I was like, all right, cool. Was that surprising? It wasn't surprising. I was like, I was I was just fine with it. Wait, how old were you? I was 13 when that happened. Okay. Yeah. Did you know your mom was, what did, what did she get, what did she have on her? Um. Like opioids and stuff or? No, it was uh, like Ritalin or something. Like oh, that. okay. All right. How long was she? Wait. Why didn't it surprise you? Because if someone calls me and says Ma, your mom's in jail, I'm like, I'm surprised. Oh, uh, it's no, not a like, Cheryl Bertoft move, typically. Uh, no, I, I mean, well, what's like, the matter with your mom? <laughs> who who knows? But like, she was 17 when she got pregnant with me, 18 when she had me. Okay. So it's like she wasn't like a mom figure for me growing up. She was still growing up. Yeah. Like, I'd seen my, my mom, like, do drugs in front of me before, so I was like, okay, my mom does drugs. That's when did fine. you, like, when you saw that, when did you realize, when did it actually click to you that, like, that is a bad thing? Mommy is doing a bad thing. Mom is not a good role model. Or she's not like most moms. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, like, I, yeah, but I mean, uh. I don't know. It was never like a moment of realization for me. Okay. Was, I mean, like I like I always knew that, that wasn't like the norm. You did? Yeah. I you mean, knew your mom was different than most moms. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like I'm uh, stuff I talk about now and how personal. Yeah. I talk about stuff now. Like I would do that as a kid too. Right. Okay. So you were, it was just life. Yeah. It's the way it is. That was just life. And, uh. Was it ever, like, tumultuous for you? I don't know what that word means. Uh, was it easy to deal with? No, it wasn't easy to deal with. Was she, I don't know, what's it like, what what kind of drugs was she doing? I mean. This is also your roommate now, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, she lives at the house that I live at. Explain the living situation real quick. Okay, right now, it's me, um. 
technically my grandparents, but my grandfather doesn't really live there. That's a whole different story. And my mom and my cousin and me. Wait, so it's grandma is the leader of the house, like the head of the house? You could say that. Yeah. And is it like your mom is crashing there? Like you're crashing there? I mean... Does it feel like that? I mean... I mean, Now, uh, how do you mean? Because like I've lived there for seven years, so it's not like I'm just Does your mom feel like while. a mother figure? N- no, no. Not at all. Really? Like... Okay, so did like, she ever? I mean, as a little kid, she was definitely like an authority figure because okay. I had to listen to her and everything. Yeah, but uh, not really motherly. Okay, and it, like at a certain point, I was like, okay, just fuck off. I'm done with this. Like, I didn't talk to my mom for like a couple years before she moved into the house. Right. With us. Where? How did you and your mom become estranged? Do you need do you, do you need that word explained? No, I got that. Okay, all right, yeah. Sorry, use just one. Uh, all right, that's yeah, not I'm, important. I'm, I gotta make fun of you, dude. All right. Um, well, I mean, she was just being a real like shitty mom towards the enemy living with her. Like, what type of stuff? Uh, she was just. Um, it's surprising that her boyfriend actually brought it up. They were in the living room, and I was like walking through or something. And she was yelling at me, and he was like, uh, hey, you know, like, he's not really doing anything wrong. You oh, he stood to, up for you. Yeah, he's like, like, you don't have to yell at him. You're like, you're taking stuff out on him. Yeah. And then she was like, we're not going to argue in front of my son. And that was the end of that. And I was like, are you... F- <sighs> so, like, she just wasn't being, like, a good mom at all. Okay. Uh, during the last few years of me living with her. And then us being estranged, I mean, okay, so she lost the house we were living in, so I went to go live with my grandparents. Yeah. And uh, then she moved in with two of her friends, I think. I can't remember if she went to jail or moved first. Yeah. One of those two things happened. Okay. And then I would, like, see her for a while, but it would just be, like, me giving her rides and stuff. Really? And I just, like, hated being around her. She just wasn't being, like, a decent person that I could be around. Was was she just angry or what? Not angry, just, um, you know the people that, uh, like, you're doing them a favor and they're still bossy about it? Takers, dude. Taker, yes, exactly. That's your mom? Yeah, and then I was like, okay, uh, fuck this. Yeah. Just completely done. That's weird, dude. So never really... So for a long time, you don't really have... Is your grandma kind of like your mother figure? I mean, yeah, she was more... She was, like, mainly my mother figure as a kid. Okay. So you had that. Kind of. Where's your dad, dude? He's around. Okay. Um, they lived together for a couple of years, I think, but like when I was too young to remember. Okay. And then they split. All right. Yeah, so like, so I'll, like... I'll see him like, you know, a handful of times a year. Okay. So how did, how do you think your, do you think your mom and like growing up in that environment affected your psyche? Oh, for sure. You think like, so? Yeah, no, like, uh... Explain your shit. What do you mean? What do you have? What's your deal? What's your, uh... What's my diagnosis? Yeah. Oh, I'm bipolar, too, with, uh, rapid cycling. Okay. Which... We've had a few of those. Oh, yeah? Which just means that, uh, I'm emotionally unstable, mainly. Um, that's, that's really all that means. You seem... You always... You seem melancholy all the time to me. Yeah. Yeah. Usually. I've heard you on a couple podcasts, hey, like, you... laughing, having a good time. I'm like, okay, there's something, there's a, there's some joy there. But usually, like, when I first met you, you're just, you see, like, you're a nice dude, but you just seem to be... Oh, quiet and withdrawn? Cloaked in pain. Oh, cloaked in pain. Yeah. Uh, you Yeah, you have no idea how bad I didn't want to say this, but, like... Yeah. I don't know what melancholy means. That's not because 
like I've I mean like I look it up yeah. whenever I hear it and that just, just leaves does, yeah just doesn't stick in my brain it probably doesn't describe you it's almost like um happily sad in a yeah. way I yeah kind of enjoying emo melancholy emo? okay I'm there. not I would not describe myself as that then fake pain Okay, not you just definitely like, not fake pain. Right, exactly. Like you Yeah. My whole deal is like it's just like yeah, it's my predicament. Yeah. And it's not that I never have a good time, but like it's, you know, stuff that I deal with every day. Do you deal with that every day? Uh being in pain, yes. Well what emotional are, pain. Is it? Yeah. But it comes and goes though, because that's like that's the mania thing, right? I mean, like I've been if I have like symptoms of uh, like emotional cycling yeah. now, it's pretty mild. So I, it's not like it was for a while. But uh, what's it feel? When do you feel that coming on? When do you feel like emotional cycling coming on? And you're like, oh, this is the beginning of like uh, euphoria and hell intermittently. Uh, when you know? I I feel like it'll be like when. It'll usually be, be when I haven't slept for quite a while. So I'll be like, okay, that's like that's a thing. You, but, uh, you have insomnia. Yeah, I don't have like a regular sleep cycle. But then I'll also be like, I'll start building like a, like big grand ideas in my head. Yeah. And then eventually I'll catch myself and be like, oh, got to stop that right now. Because that could like Dude, go that's too a- far. That's a. Do you know Nolan Miller? Maybe. Uh, I've seen him maybe like once or twice. He was on the podcast, and he would do that. He would, uh, he would have these big like fantasies in his head, these big delusions, and he'd like live them out in his real life. What uh, in his real life? In his real life, he would. He would like. He'd be. He went. I mean, he was insane. Yeah. He would. He genuinely believed he was cast in a new Batman role. Okay, I like. Do you have that? No, like it, like not that, not like uh, not IRL. Yeah, not IRL. What you've nightmares? Not like, not like a real distortion of my reality and who I am. Yeah, but like, ju- I don't know, just fantasy. But like, I like I do that, but I just live it in my head. Like when I started getting the symptoms of uh, bipolar intensely, um, like I would just lay in my bed, yeah, for hours, like with my, and I would just think for like literally just think for hours and have like intense fantasies in my head like what type of stuff are you fantasizing about uh and this is positive this is like positive thinking well uh, yes positive too positive yes but then also i would have times to where it's like it, w- it would be both sometimes like it would be really positive and then a really bad thing would come right. in and i'd you know what type of stuff were you fantasizing about uh you know Just boobs and butts <laughs> no uh my dick didn't work back then so oh uh, yeah because you were like 12 no this is like i was like 18 or 19 oh. it was just that my dick just didn't work for a while i was just out of commission for a while yeah okay um you know love and money and stuff yeah yeah what we Fighting just like people what did, what do you mean I don't know how like, what would you clear. imagine? I feel like you don't want to tell me about like literally what like a fantasy you might have had would have been about. I know because you're kind of embarrassed. It's not. <laughs> maybe, maybe I am. Just like say, yeah, I know you are. <laughs> like, what would you just like? Would you fantasize about like having being like a businessman and like having a wife and kids, or like would you fantasize about your comedy career, or what was it? I like fan. I don't. You know. A big thing, a big one, was winning the lottery. Uh, really? I would think about that shit all the time. Dude, you are trailer like, I, trash, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play the lottery. Good. Uh, well, I don't have enough money to buy tickets. Otherwise, you'd totally... It would totally ruin my life. Yeah. That's... <laughs> but, like, yeah, no, like, oh, fuck. I would, uh... I would, uh... Go on like real estate websites and no way. Here we go. I would go. look at fucking mansions and shit. 
This will be mine. Like, yeah, no, and then like, but that would help. That would provide a setting for like a fantasy that I could have. Oh, dude, it's not that far off from most people. People get on, people do that, man. I'll get on Zillow sometimes. I'll fantasize about like living in a different city. Oh, but do you do you ever be like, ah, this place is only like three million dollars? I don't know. That's what do you mean? Bigger place. Oh. Yeah, because in your head, you've already won the lottery. No, well, I mean... You're like, I, this is... I mean, no, it's, I not, it's, not like, it's not like a delusion, like I have this in my bank account. It's just, you know, fantasizing, like, oh, what if I won the lottery? Okay, it's just fun to live in a yeah. world, even in your head, even though you know it's your head. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, like, focus on that part of knowing that it wasn't real. <laughs> right, of course. But you're laying in bed winning the lottery. Yes. All right. Then, okay, so you do this, like, hours on end? Yeah. All right, and then what's, like, a what's like a bad thought that would sneak in? Oh, um, there was a whole lot of them. I mean, sometimes I would just remember uh, something bad that still, like, got me, and maybe I thought I was over, and then there's other... I had, uh, like, intrusive thoughts for a little while. Explain. Uh, Explain. What are the bad thoughts, dude? The bad thoughts, like, okay, so, like, sometimes I remember something from my childhood, and I would get, sorry, real angry or upset about it. Yeah. Uh, Just, like, uh, okay. So I'd be, like, I'd remember, like, uh, I don't have any specifics right now, but I'd be, like, Oh, like I'd get angry. That's a sh- like that's a shitty thing to do to a kid, and then it'd be like, I was that kid, like, <laughs> and then like break down emotionally. Wait, what do you mean? Explain that again. Sorry. Uh, I mean, like, okay, so let's say, hmm, like something your mom did okay, to you. Okay, let's say that uh, my aunt, okay, this happened. Okay. My aunt once, when I was a kid, uh, threatened to kill a kitten in front of me. Okay. Uh, so I would think about that and I'd be like, angry. I'm like, that's a, like, that's just a shitty thing to do to like a kid. That kid's, Any like, kid. that's a person. Right. And then I'd be like, and then I, and then I'd be like, I was that kid. And then have my emotions about like being that kid. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you'd get like sad, like retroactively for being in that position. Mm. Do you need me to explain retroactively? No, I got All right, okay. retroactive. Yeah. You're getting me really good on this podcast. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. I went to IPFW, go to Don's. It's a college. Don't worry about it. Okay. Thank- I have a, I graduated high school. It's a stepping stone, dude. <laughs> Wait, what's the matter with your aunt, dude? Oh, she's just a cunt. I'm not editing that one. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Uh, like, is she, is that your mom's sister? Yes. Okay, and they're both bonkers? Uh, Would you describe your mom as, like, crazy? No, I wouldn't say she's crazy. What about your aunt? Your aunt sounds yes, crazy. Yes, I would call her crazy. Okay. Another, this, your aunt is your roommate now, too, right? No. Different aunt. She, yeah, no. Uh, it's me, my grandma, uh, my oh, mom, cousin. and my cousin right now. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, what's like? why did this aunt do that? She's a fucking con man. I mean, she threatened to kill me when I was a kid, and she was just a bully throughout About my what? entire childhood. Like, why would she do this? Because I, I got fed up with her shit at one point in my life, and I was like, I'm going to make your life like hard. Because you've been bullying me, you know, throughout my childhood. Would she just, like, tease you and stuff? I mean, teasing, and then, I don't know. She's just emotionally, like, abusive. Yeah, okay. Yeah, kids are sensitive, and you just can't say certain shit, though. I, like, I, I, that's, while that is true, I would say she was especially heinous. Like what, man? I mean, obviously, like, like, wait, how did she threaten to kill you? Do you remember this? I mean, she, uh, you know, like, you know, like, I've heard people say and said it to people and had said to me before, like, I'm going to kill you if you do this again. Yeah. Like, somebody, like, f- right in the face, 
I'll fucking kill you. Like, yeah, that's a, how it happened. It's a step up, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Is she still around? I mean, she's alive. Yes. You ever see her? I had to give her a ride yesterday. No. Which I, like, I really only did it because uh, my grandfather said that he would pay me for gas, and that means he would overpay me to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, I was the only one to that, like, had the time available to do it. So you're, like, kind of, like, looking after your, like, some of your family members, in a way. I mean, yeah, in a way. I'm not, like, you know, paying the bills or anything. Yeah, but, but I'm, like, still, a maintenance man. Yeah. You're still, like, looking out and, like, taking care of shit for them. Yeah. You know? That's a weird... Is your grandpa chill? Uh, I mean, pretty much. I don't see him a whole lot. Your grandpa and grandma would have to be, like... I mean, I know you said your grandpa doesn't. Oh, I mean, like, they hate each other. So, like, Who does? I hear my grandparents do. They do? Yeah. So, like, Man, I, your family. I hear him yell all the time and stuff. Really? Yeah. He's, like, pretty calm towards me. But he hates his wife? They just, like, they, it's such a toxic environment when, like, literally every single person in the house is trying to say or do the shittiest thing to someone else. Who, okay, so... Like, that's how I grew up. It's People are, like, calmer now. Why did... What drove all the hate? What drove all the animosity to want to hurt people? Who wanted to, who wanted to hurt who? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of, like, everyone. It depends everyone on the day. Like, okay. Okay, so, like, everyone kind of hated everyone just kind of hated each other really just yeah. no love whatsoever no i mean except for my two uncles who like were the only two didn't live in the house when i was a kid okay they were the only bastion of peace yeah they were yeah they were like the two like normal ones damn when did you ever get relief from being in such a toxic environment or do you still just live in that now Without your grandparents. I mean, it's not as toxic, but I'm not, like, comfortable. Like... No? I just... No, I just... I, I stay in my room. Yeah, I, you mentioned that. You said your your room is pissing cold, but you don't go downstairs because you'd have to, like, interact with people. Yeah, I'd have to interact. Yeah, that's it. Who would you have to talk to? Who... What are you I'm, avoiding? You go... Okay, you're upstairs. You're super cold in the attic. You're miserable. I live on the second floor. Second uh, floor. Not an attic, sorry. Fine. Whatever. It's cold. It's important to me. All right. Second floor, not an attic. All right. So you don't go downstairs. You're like, I don't want to go down there because this will happen. If I interact with this person, it's going to turn into this. I mean, uh, I'm like, I'm not going to blow up at anybody. Right. But it's like, okay, so like my mom... Uh, I might see her and, like, talk to her. I just don't like being around her. Right. Really. And uh, for a while, like, her friends would be over whenever I got home, and I'd be like, I really don't want to be around these people. Are they terrible, like, are they, like, her? They're not. They're not assholes. I just don't. Just I just energy. don't like them. It's like, okay, like, maybe could I not have, like, two people I don't know drunk in my house when I get home at two in the morning? Oh, really? Yeah. They're just drunk people? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Alcoholics. They are. 100%. Your mom is, too. Yes. She went to a rehab recently. or It was more of a detox center. Okay. But So I, I don't know if she's drinking again or not. All right. But she's, she doesn't have good company? No. Not good company. Why don't you just move out, man? I don't have any money. Dude, why don't you get... Why don't you win the lottery? Yeah. <laughs> and live in that fantasy world. Oh, I would love to so much. Just that, or any... Are you still having lottery fantasies, man? No. I try and stay mainly in reality now. Is it... Like, are you balancing out of your mania? Do you know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. So... The way it's been explained to me is you have these, you know, mom- like times of hyper 
super insane um, euphoria and you're excited, you're passionate about everything, you're fantasizing about whatever, yeah. and then you have these times where you're really low and you have no motivation to do anything. But occasionally you'll get out of those uh, highs and lows and you'll maintain a pretty good homeostasis. Hmm. Is that you? Yeah, right now, I mean, I haven't... How are you doing I now? Say, I, I'm doing... I mean, I'm all right. I mean, I still, like, you know, I'm sad, like, at least... We're all sad. Like, really... But, like, I get, like, really sad at least uh, a couple times a day, though. And, again, that's just something that I try and, like, recognize. I'm like, oh, I'm doing this right now. Let's stop that. What's do that? something else. Like, How do you break out of a sad cycle? Just literally, like, just try and do something else, like something to take my mind off. Of what do it. you do? What's your medicine? What's your distraction? Uh, Not your literal medicine. We'll get to that. But I mean, like, it's it's whatever's closest. I mean, like, uh, if I like if I'm look, if I'm on my phone and I see something and it makes me sad, yeah, and I start thinking about it for a little while, I'm like, oh shit, like I saw this thing that made me right. So I just like. Just try and distract. I'll just try and distract myself with like literally anything else. Right. To just not think avoid about it. that for a little bit. Yeah, I do that. I mean, I do that too. I think, I mean, I don't know. I don't feel like I have um, a mental disorder, but especially during certain times of my life and it's, it's always circumstantial, you know, it's always like if I'm bummed, it's yeah. because so, X. Yeah, because something bad happened. Right. But there are things where I'm like, oh, I'm doing all right. I'm coming out of it. And then I'll see something or something will trigger a negative thought in my head. And then it's all downhill from there. And it's hard yeah. to escape. Because once yeah. the, like, you I don't mean, everyone has it. You're like, oh, I reach a positive level. Something inspires me and I feel something and I feel good. But it's only a matter of time until something weird happens and it triggers that negative thing in your head and then you start snowballing into. But it's hard to break the cycle. It is very hard to break the cycle. I mean, it's just... You gotta, like... I don't know. Just try and, like, wreck... Like, I think you have to try. What's that? You have to work. I mean, because... Yeah, the, you just have to work to, like, recognize when it's happening. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think... Uh, like one, I mean, what I, what I'll do, even I used to play, I really want to start playing video games. Sometimes I'll run, running will help because I'll still feel, I'll still have whatever it is on my mind, but having to do the actual act of running and put one foot in front of the other can at least take the, cause like emotional pain is physical pain. Yeah. You feel it in your body. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I under... Yes. You know what I'm saying? What? What yeah. do you have to say about that? I don't know. I was just laughing one day. Uh, Alex Leeds sent me a picture, and it was just of a woman crying, and it was, uh, did you ever feel, like, do you ever feel so sad that it physically hurts? And I was like, I do. Like, yes, I understand that entirely. And you're right. Exercise does help with... Uh, yeah. I think it's a distraction or something. I don't know what it is, man, but it helps. Yeah, no, it does. Like if, yeah, if you want to exercise, exercise, it'll help uh, yeah. with your being down. Yeah, it doesn't make the problem go away, but it doesn't, it helps with the it physical helps, symptom. Yeah, but it also helps you to not just fester. Yeah, to not fester, like you're doing something productive to better yourself. Yeah, yeah, that does feel good. But it's hard. You got to break the, you got to break the cycle, dude. Yeah. How does your, uh, has you, have you always, like, since you've been doing comedy, have you always been, like, uh, a sad boy comedian? Were you ever, like, fun times on stage? No, I've never been fun times on okay. stage. Because that's just, that's not how my brain processes things. Yeah, me neither. I've never been that way. I mean, there, there was, like, a, I was, like, manic for like a month straight and i still like i was telling sad jokes i just had more energy behind it right yeah no it's still there the pain's still there but it also just... like uh i'm like I, I you know tell stories and stuff yeah mostly it's like who like is that do people laugh when somebody tells a happy story no never 
People don't care. No. People don't care about happy stories. Yeah. I think that's like the point of this podcast is no one, people will be like, oh, do you want, I have, I have this cool story where like things worked out. Yeah. Do you want to hear about the time I got a free car? Fuck um, no. No. Did that really happen? No. Good. Well, I mean, kind of. No, I don't want to hear about it. Wasn't it wasn't like a prize. Okay. Someone just gave you like an old jitty car. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I have, I have, my parents gave me a car, so you're not special. They gave no. me like a, their old car when I was a kid, but uh, yeah. No, I think that's what you have to bring on stage is something you got to take bad. Same thing, dudes. Transfer it back to life. You got to take bad and you got to show people, look, I've got bad. Look at this bad that I've got. And then if you can turn it into good by making light of it. Yeah. Not taking your bad so seriously. Yeah. Uh, I heard somebody say this on a different podcast. I wish I remembered who it was. It's like some people can, can go up and have like, uh, a bitch session or like talk about like their feelings and everything but yeah. uh which people like will respond to like if somebody comes along they can do that and it's funny then you're out of a job right so it's like it's like yeah like you can talk about sad stuff but also be funny while you're doing it you yeah know? make me feel joy make me feel give me hope yeah. make me feel something good yeah, just see how ridiculous it is. Right. Yeah. Make it absurd. Make my pain absurd. And it won't seem as... There's actually... I did actually... Speaking of other podcasts that aren't my own, someone told me that what people will do to deal with a, a trauma or whatever it was in their life, whatever happens, like a breakup, a loss or whatever, what they'll do is is they'll start thinking of it in absurd terms. They'll make light of it by making it very theatrical and reliving it in their head. Maybe like everyone's wearing clown makeup or like huge shoes and they'll, maybe they're singing the situation, but they'll make it silly. That's very interesting. It's very I, bizarre. Big. I think I might use that if everyone's wearing big clown shoes. Yes. I think that would help a lot of my memories. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, think about it. Like everyone's wearing like, drag queen makeup but they'll do this and they'll make it absurd so it makes light of it and makes the situation feel less and feel less ominous and makes light of like it it brings up the fact that everything is happening all at once and it's just it's just the world and it's all how you perceive it yeah try it dude i'm definitely going to i've done it yeah yeah how'd it work out it's helpful it really is i mean it doesn't you know, I mean, not every time, but when I did hear of this, it was on the Pete Holmes podcast, but I I was kind of going through something and I was like, well, I'll try that. And it did. It gives you that sense of, it's almost like you being so dramatic about your own life and so concerned about your own shit. And when you can make light of it and make it seem like it's not that big of a deal, it's almost embarrassing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I got you. I I really like this idea. Yeah. Try it out. You're also a dude that has... You, you Like, if we were to go toe-to-toe with uh, poor experiences, you'd, you'd, you'd win. Okay. I think. Thank you. Yeah. My parents aren't even divorced. Okay. Mine weren't married, so they can't be divorced. Yeah, dude, you win. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, does uh, doing comedy help you with your... You're being all sad? Uh, I mean, I guess it gives me, like, it doesn't make me, like, feel good. Like, if I if I do really well and say it's not like, oh, this is filling a void no? for me. No. It doesn't? No. What's it do, then? Why do it at all? Because uh, it gives me a goal, like, okay, if I think of something really sad that I find funny... Yeah. Then my goal is to make it funny for other people. So it's kind of like a therapy in that, like, it's, it's like I have to find a way to be able to talk about this with other people. Right. So it's really exploring every single part of it to try and find what's funny about it. But in doing that, I analyze the situation without, like, putting myself in it. Oh, okay. You can, you can take a step back from it. Yeah. And analyze it for whatever comedic value it has. Yes, like, if I wasn't doing comedy, my brain would still probably go over all the stuff anyway. Right. But without the end game of, like, 
turning it, it into a joke. Yes. Interesting. So yeah, it is therapeutic because you don't you're not repressing it because you're living through it and doing it, but you can look at it from not being in the situation. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard, man. You make it sound that makes it sound easy, but that's a difficult thing to do. To be able to get perspective. I, uh, you know what I mean? To look down yeah. and see yourself in it and not be in it. Yeah. You know? Cause I've like um yeah, Reggie Watts quote is, when in doubt, zoom out. That's a very nice quote. Yeah. Yeah. Does it, does that make sense to you? Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Is that what you do? Is I that... mean, I guess I'm, I don't want to sound like a, not that I have a big head about my, I don't want to sound like I have a big head about myself, but I think I've always been pretty good about, uh, you know, just like examining parts of my life. Logically? Yeah. You don't get over-emotional about stuff? Uh, I mean, in small bursts, like as a kid, I like, it would, you know, come out a bit more, but uh, now I'm pretty fine, because, I, I don't know, I just try and accept things Yeah. for what they are. You take drugs? Uh, well, you take, do you take prescription? drugs no I that haven't. are your own i have not been on a prescription medication you never have or no, no? okay i haven't been for a little bit now since uh july i think okay what were you what were you on oh you know i went through a cycle of stuff it started off with uh seroquel which i didn't actually have an idea of how strong it was until i heard other people's stories about it what does it do was it what was it supposed to do and then what did it do uh, it's supposed to be a mood stabilizer or a downer, and yeah. it was, it was a downer. Not that it made me like sad, but it was just you know, sleepy. It was like super Vicodin. Yeah, uh, is what it was. So I was walking around like that the whole time. Just zombie. That I was on it. Yeah, just zombie. Did you not enjoy that? No, I mean it. Like it did what it was supposed to do, but then after a certain amount of time with it, I didn't like. I wasn't going to be so extreme that I needed to be brought down that much anymore. Okay, it had served its purpose. Yeah. So it was a good drug, and it did its thing. It did. It but wasn't, I, okay. I gotta tell you, I, like, I, like, it didn't get an opportunity to ask my therapist, or not therapist, my psychiatrist, Yeah. if uh, I could drink on it or anything. Yeah. So I did drink on it a little bit, and uh, apparently I, I snored really loud on it oh yeah okay uh, and like alex, i was on alex leeds floor and alex he, leeds been on the podcast yeah he played yeah. an air horn in my ear like from his phone uh-huh didn't wake me up oh and, man yeah and, and uh then like when i did like wake up he showed me a picture on his phone and it was like who does that look like to you and it was like I, man i can't see right now like i like i you know right uh, very You're blurred so vision. yeah 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 I got up to pee that night and like I was peeing and then I like fell forward into the toilet because I was so messed up yeah. from being drunk on Seroquel. Dude, that those pills, it's 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 probably an opioid. It's probably a It is not an opioid actually. What is it? An amphetamine? No, it's um I don't know, it's no. I don't think I don't think it's an opioid. Okay. But most of that stuff is something like a very addictive narcotic usually. Oh yes, it is yeah, I mean I did get withdrawals when I stopped taking did you? it. Yeah. What's that feel like? Uh I mean mine weren't severe. It was just two days of me feeling like sick to my stomach. Like the flu. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, that stuff will I yeah, I was on uh Xanax a while back. Okay. Um, is that a fun <laughs> sorry you were probably on it for a reason yeah so but it probably it, wasn't you know, like a fun good time on it eh, i mean you know if you want it to be which i you know i'm not like abusing my xanax prescription but i was on a flight okay okay and i took two of them so only one milligram okay because i was i was like oh i'm just gonna sleep yeah and i'd never taken a milligram before all right and i get on the flight and i'm I'm holding an entire coffee 
uh, like Starbucks venti. All right. Yeah. And I'm going to my seat and the guy, and then one of the guys is like, oh, hey, do you mind if I have the aisle? I have like a foot thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's cool. But I'm going to be getting up to go pee because I got this big ass coffee. And he's like, oh, it's cool, man. So I'd interacted with this guy. Okay. Yeah. We talked like a little bit and I'm sitting in my seat. All right. And I'm holding my coffee and then I twitch. I twitch a little bit and like the coffee pours out onto my lap and I'm like, whoa, woohoo, easy. All right. Yeah. I haven't been drinking. It's like nine in the morning. Okay. I'm just still trying to sleep. So I like, but I'm, I, I am awake. I have woken up for the day, but now I am going back to sleep because it's a long flight. Um, and then I do it again. I twitch again. I'm like, whoa, more, oh, easy. And I don't even realize that I'm falling asleep. Okay. Oh, that's what was happening. That's what's happening. And then I wake up mid flight. I don't remember us taking off or anything, <laughs> but my entire crotch is soaked in coffee. <laughs> like my pants are soaked in coffee. And I look over at the guy. I'm like, I'm like, I've dropped my cup. My cup's on the ground and my cu- like, I'm soaked in coffee. And I'm, I'm like, ask the guy that I was talking to. I was like, hey man, uh, did I get any coffee on you? He's like, yeah, like a little bit, but don't worry about it. It's fine. He's like, dude, you are, <laughs> you are out, man. I was like, yeah, yeah I didn't want to explain anything. I was like really embarrassed about it, but yeah, dude, it, it puts you into a coma, which isn't yeah. what I, it's not why I was prescribed it. Okay, yeah, you weren't pre- you prescription know. coma. That's not what it was. No, it wasn't like to go into random comas whenever I felt like it. Yeah. Uh, Seroquel, uh, somebody else took it. Like He was like, all right, a pill, I'll take it. And oh, I'm you like, shared? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? This yeah. is a story somebody else told me. Oh. Apparently, he went blind for like 30 minutes. No way. Is it still in the market? I'm, uh, I mean, it's still prescribed to people. Really? People yeah. still doing it? I haven't been off of it for like that long. Dang. But you're, so you're not on anything now. You no. feel good? Yeah. Yeah. I like, but I also like how the guy like didn't stop you from spilling coffee on yourself. He was just like, oh, he knows what he's doing, I guess. What could he have done? I don't know. I'm you... just some like sleepy guy sitting beside him on an airplane what's he gonna do hold my coffee i don't know maybe he could have been like hey yeah maybe it was like hey do you want to put that on the tray or something yeah maybe but i was the weirdo in this situation i would have left me alone and not talked to me (laughs) but yeah no i was it was so funny because i just was so embarrassed like waking up and just being like dude i was soaked not like, whoa, I've spilled a bit on me. It was like down to well, the you underwear. Well, your whole cup on The you. whole cup, man. I just bought it for the flight. It was still warm when I woke up. Yeah. yeah. Maybe sure? I just pissed myself. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. maybe, are you sure that it wasn't like a warm water trick to maybe. where you did pee yourself That's, after That you dude pranked coffee. me, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, what if it wasn't even Xanax? He just like roofied me to prank me into pissing myself. That's that's a. I'm gonna go with this story. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, tell people that. I will. I want you to tell people that, and then ask them if they believe you afterwards, yeah. and then come back to me with your numbers. All right. We'll do. We'll do a, another podcast. All right. It'll be like five seconds long. Be like, no one believed it. People yeah. told me to shut up. They didn't like my story. All right. Yeah. They'd be like, how would you know that he roofied you? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, dude, I feel like four Xanax is a roofie, man. I'm from what I've heard about it. I'm sure it is. I would imagine. I don't. I'm not like a math guy, but that stuff's. It's like dangerous, dude. I can't yeah. believe they're prescribing people like as much as they can eat. You know, like if yeah. you go to a doctor and you mention the word anxiety or depression, they'll just fill you with drugs. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Do you feel that way? Like if you go to a therapist, they'll be like, "Let's talk about it." But if you go to a doctor, they'll be like. Doctor, just the drug. doctors like. Uh, I don't think I'm out of school saying this with from the experience that I've had going to them. Okay, like they are not trained to deal with mental health problems. No, like a regular doctor that you go in to visit, they're not like that. That's not what they're there for. Right, you need to go see a therapist or a psychiatrist. Yeah, if you want, if you want help. Go to a therapist. If you want drugs, go to a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's bizarre, man. But, 
Yeah, dude, listen to Macklemore, man. He talks all, right. all about it. All right, I like the song Downtown. That song's tight. That one's not about <laughs> Christian <laughs> medication addiction, though. Uh, all of his other songs are, though. Yeah, no, he was on, like, opioids, right? Or heroin or something. Yeah, he was on all of it, man. Yeah, dude. Mostly it was just, uh, like, codeine and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, it was all prescription stuff, man. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it's all the same, though. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Be careful out there. If you're depressed, what should people do? Um, number one, find someone that you can talk to. Like, okay. be complete, like, uh, I don't know how normal, like, I was... It's an anecdotal experience. What do you yeah. do? What do you recommend? I mean, being a comic, like, comics normally, like, don't have a problem talking about anything. Mm-hmm. And there was still only, like two or three people that I could really, like, really, really talk to about it. So I don't know what it's like for a normal person. If you can, find someone that you can really, really open up to about it. And also, at, like, ask your doctor to recommend you uh, a psychiatrist. Okay. Or a therapist. A therapist, if you're like, I'm just, like, I'm just down right now and I'm depressed and I need to talk about stuff and figure stuff out. And a psychiatrist, if you're like, I think I have like a legit mental disorder. Yep. Yeah. For real, man. That's because therapists, I've had great therapists. And then you know when you need a therapist. You're like, this happened and I feel this way about it. And I don't know how to sort my emotions. But when you're like losing your fucking mind, I don't know. Drugs can be helpful. Yeah. But dangerous. Well, I mean, like, I think most people, if you're not, like, if you don't have, like, a real mental disorder and you're just depressed, like, talking about it can mainly solve it. But if you're clinically depressed, then, like, you need medication. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to... Should people pray? I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. But, I mean, like, I... uh, I guess if it'll make you feel better, but pr- prayer is not a substitute for going to get help. Okay. From from a human being. Right. Yeah, I mean, having someone to talk to is invaluable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, people, it's funny because prayer is meditation. Do you know what I mean? It's I, like... I'll, really okay i'll go with you on it all right hear me out i feel like a lot of times the benefit of prayer because people always think like christians usually always think i'm gonna generalize but they're always like dear lord please give me please let me win the lottery you know yeah. dear lord please have my parents give me a car but it's not like god's like writing things down and like oh what what did you want okay yeah but it's more just calmly thinking about your life and analyzing it through the eyes of a higher power you know that's interesting i've i've only ever thought about it as a someone thinks i'm it's hard for me to talk about without sounding like i'm shitting on people go for it but uh i've always thought like oh somebody thinks that they're talking to god right now that's always how i've thought about it I've, yeah. So I'm saying, like, that's an interesting perspective that you have. Well, I mean, it still even can be. You're talking to whatever is in control right now. And it's also being aware that whatever is in control is listening, you know? Yeah. Um, whether it's a man in the sky or the Holy Spirit, you know, it's kind of doesn't matter. But it's the... It's the recognition that you're out of control and there's something in control that is here with you and focusing it on that can be helpful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's you agree? I mainly agree. It's just, it's hard for me to get past, you know, God and everything. Yeah. I was raised Mormon. So my bullshit meter is just like, you were raised Mormon? Yeah. What? We didn't even... We didn't even get there. Who nope. was taking you? Who was taking you to the Church of Latter Day Saints? Grandma, Grandma, uh, 
my aunts would go. Really? Yeah. Damn. They were church people? Wait, your aunt that said yeah. was going to yeah, cut her. a kitty's neck? She was a Sunday school teacher. Get out. Not at all. I'm not joking at it all. It sounds like a joke. <sighs> if only. That had to be a trailer trash church, man. It had to be. I don't know. Tra- everyone was wearing a suit when I went there. Really? Yeah. It's weird, man. Yeah. Wait. So you're not. You went. You're not. You're over the Mormon stuff. Did you ever believe? I maybe when I was like really little, yeah. but I like I have a fairly good memory as far back as like eight years old, and I was like at that age, I was like, I'm, you weren't no, buying it. No. Yeah. I didn't like. I didn't believe in Santa very long. Yeah, I don't think I ever believed in Santa, mainly because I didn't really understand where, like, Santa played into the whole, like, biblical narrative. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he was a very magical man. But... Yeah, but it's weird that your thing is like, well, if, why wasn't Santa in the Bible? Yeah. Is that way is that how your exactly. brain processed it? Yeah, sort of. It was just kinda like, all it's, right. It's so, so we have weird. eternal beings here. The Easter Bunny, Santa, and then Jesus. I'm like, the like at some point in time there's a it's Venn like, there's, diagram. The, you're like, they told me all about Jesus. I don't Santa Claus, get the heck out of here. Yeah, one of them's not real. You know what I mean? So you were just playing the odds, and you're like, I bet it's Santa. Maybe, but I always knew. I never thought that Santa was coming, and it was just so absurd. Yeah, no, like, do, so did you get this? Like, uh, I remember my grandfather's show to be like, uh, why don't you believe in Santa Claus? Like, he wanted me to believe in Santa Claus. So I was like, yeah. I, let, like I let people down by, like, you know, knowing the truth. Did you oh, because you were like, uh, oh, you were like, uh, I was agnostic like a, against the. Yeah, I was a little nihilist running around. Yeah, yeah, dude. I didn't care. I was like, dude, believe your own stuff. That's cool. But as for me, there's no way anyone <laughs> came down. My parents bought all these Nerf guns for me. Yeah, it's like we live in a, we don't even have a chimney. Right, dude. There we go. How do you explain? <laughs> yeah, dude, you're in a trailer. I, I never I ne- lived in a trap. Like, <laughs> I know it's a thing to it's like I should be able to joke about it, but for some reason I can't. Okay, I do. I believe you. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, thinking and it's funny because like with kids, why do people do that with Santa? It's like, and then at some point it's like, well, Santa's not real. Is Jesus not real? Like, no, 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 no. Jesus is real. Santa not real. Easter Bunny not real. Jesus real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't... Uh, How are you supposed to trust your parents when they're, like, making up fictional characters, telling you them that, like, telling you that they're real, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, but not that one. Not this character. I don't know, because, like, if I, like, I've thought about, like, uh, like, if one day I had kids, like, would I, like, push Santa on them? And I don't know. But, like, since I'm not, like... a th- since I'm not a theist, yeah, I guess as you would say, like, I never thought about that. Oh, I I, I think it's uh, I think part of the argument for it is uh, well, tradition number one, like it's it's just a fun thing to do, and also to put a little magic in a kid's life. Yeah, I don't understand that argument. What do you mean? It's, it's like it's. <clears throat> It's uh, It's not fun to make a kid think that magical things happen. But all of a sudden, magic and like, I'll put a little, like, at what age oh, does then, magic become delusion? Oh, yeah. Then, the, you know, like giving them that and taking it away from them. Yeah. It's just dumb. It's just like, oh, like, you know, giving a kid a false sense of reality yeah. just for fun <laughs> because tradition. It's weird. Yeah. I really that think it's weird. Also, like, how old is too old? Yeah, I'm, dude, that's what I'm saying, man. Tooth fairy? Like, how many times is it picking, like, is, when are you like, look, it's me, I'm putting a quarter under your pillow. There's no tooth fairy. And then the kid's like, well, why did you tell me that? What does this all mean? Like, yeah. why would there be someone put, you know, that you're going to have that conversation. And it's like, why did you lie to me, dad? Yeah. Also, I feel the same way about, like, demons and ghosts and shit. No, dude, ghosts are real. I see ghosts. I won't. 
say I won't comment on ghosts, but like demons and shit. I'm not. I don't. I don't buy that. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen one. Me either. I've heard stories about them though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard some. I've heard some stories. We don't have any. I wanted actually wanted to do a paranormal podcast where people come in and tell ghost stories. Yeah. But there aren't that many people. No. I only have a few from, like, my family that have been passed down. Yeah, but I want to get real people in. Real people that have seen it firsthand. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not saying you're that. not a real person. I, I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> you're like, I you'd wouldn't be argue. super offended. You'd be like, eh, he's on to yeah. something. Uh, all right. Well, this has been fun, dude. Yeah, how long? Or, I don't need to ask you that on there. Thank you for having me on. Why are you taking your headphones off already? You got stuff to plug? I, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, what do you got? I, mean, I don't... You already plugged I mean, your podcast, but you can plug it again. Follow me on Twitter, at FakeWillmore. You can probably figure out how to spell it. And uh, Instagram, at FakeWillmore. And uh, Prescription Comedy is a thing that exists in some fashion that I'm associated with. Prescription so that's out there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. All right. Well, this has been tight. Thanks a lot, Will. Later.